Hello, guys and girls, girls and guys. Welcome to another episode of This Is So Us, a podcast created to talk about the highs and lows of growing up different or maybe not so different at all. On this week's episode, we talk favorite superheroes, our power of choice, and thoughts on superhero movies. I encourage you to live tweet as you listen and subscribe so you're in the loop for when new episodes come out. So let's chat your ears off, make you laugh, and get right into it. Okay, we're very excited because we're seeing a, or I guess in this case, we've just seen a movie and it was amazing as per usual. Never a dull moment with these kinds of movies. Right? I feel like these lives are suddenly so dramatic just because of the fact they have superpowers. I love superhero movies and I love the ending credits and you know this like every time mm-hmm. that trailer ending the end credits come on they play Just that music no. you feel triumphant you feel like you've won everything it's smart because they get people to watch the credits yeah and everyone always sees these points on like certain movies at the beginning they're like you need to watch the credits because think about even though you notice the cast you need to be paying attention to all those who actually made this movie happen mm-hmm. and I feel like that was really smart of them. There's I wonder a, if that's why they did it. Maybe. But I know a lot of movies um, recently, I guess, in 2019 when I went to like see The Incredibles 2, they had that like very big like trailer behind the scenes. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for waiting. And like a lot of us that were waiting for like The Incredibles 2 were like really happy to see this preview of the cast saying, hey, here's why it took so long. I liked it. Did you like it? I liked I didn't see it in theaters. Oh, well, maybe there's some behind-the-scenes footage. (laughs) So, what is your favorite superhero? No, you go first. My favorite superhero? Yeah. Um, I would say, recently, it's been The Flash. Barry Allen, specifically. Um, specifically Barry Allen because like I'm not a comic book nerd in no sense of like the way but like when I was introduced to Barry Allen The Flash Marvel or whatever on on Netflix I was like I like I like uh, the actor Grant and he's amazing but like I like his character he's so witty he's so like cute like when he's like trying to talk to his girlfriend um Wife now, yeah, wife now. And it's just, he's he just has that sense of, like, he doesn't have all the answers, but it's okay. Yeah. And that's why he's my favorite. That's cute. He's okay to fail, failure. Not, so it's just the actor, then? No, like, the actor, Grant. I like Grant, you but, like, like him, I like Grant. He's great. But I mean, Grant like, is great. if you, like, see his, like... But the character he portrays. The character. He plays the character well, because it's normally played off as some, like, super, like, hyperactive, like, I can't even sit still kind of kid. Yeah. Whereas he's playing it off as, like, some adult man who has just been put into the position of having these powers, had a rough childhood, which you find out there's a reason. Mm-hmm. And then it's just he's dealt with it in his own way, which happens to be lightheartedness and humor and kindness because mm-hmm. he's received so much of it in his life from other people. And who's your favorite super? I'd have to say I like um, either the Scarlet Witch or um, the Dark Phoenix. Ooh. 
which is not Marvel, or is it Marvel? Mm-mm. X-Men? Mm-hmm. That is Marvel, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Is it now? I don't, I don't know. We don't know how it works. Whatever. We're, no, then, we're just kids. And then my classic, which is because I read comics, is uh, She-Hulk. Ooh, I have a She-Hulk Which not getting comic. enough credit. I think we need to have a She-Hulk movie, given we've had so many Hulk movies, and She-Hulk is so funny because she breaks the fourth wall all the time in her comics. Like, at one point in one of the comic books, you're reading it, and she's actually, like, the set is moving away, and she's just standing there on a blank page talking to you like, huh, I guess this is it. And this is, I think it's, like, the last comic they made of it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was really great. But I love a lot of, like, the, I don't know, just, like the magical side where it's not so much just an ability Mm -hmm. like I can jump high I can read minds I can it's not just something that is is it's like something where you're controlling your surroundings so like basically a lot of like telekinesis is your your brain waves are sending out signals to the particles and like controlling that atmosphere around it and that's what's happening Scarlet Witch she's just got magic and it's like really she's controlling what's happening around her and then She-Hulk I just think she's pretty funny like she's a great gal yeah and then Dark Phoenix is just she's obviously exactly doing what I said and then also just like she's all powerful like she's the most powerful I think so the upcoming Spider-Man movie has those elements the element the I think they're called the elements. Do you know anything about them? No. Sounds like what you're like playing with, like fire, wind, sand. Sounds like the Avatar. Yes. Avatar. Which is truthfully my. Oh, the Avatar. Avatar: The, the Last Avatar. Airbender. Yes. Yes. Ang. Ang. My favorite show in the world. Speaking of favorites, what's your favorite power that you wish you had that doesn't exist? You go first. I have. Uh, do we have to pick just one? I. I have the ability to lucid dream, so like I'm really uh, thank thankful that like sometimes I know what flying feels like. But I personally, I think my favorite superpower would be telekinesis, because more of like the uh, the ability to like move stuff, not like read people's minds. Because a lot of there are a lot of nasty people in this world, but we're just trying to think about the happy people. But like I want to like move a pencil move a like um my hot chocolate closer to me oh my god my my phone cable the other day i wanted it closer and i was like hi let's pretend like we can like do this or something or even like if you're in bad traffic and you're like hi let's move this car or like my car let's move right out of this traffic like i feel like Uh telekinesis well that's like i do love that but my favorite thing i think i have to say is i just had to figure out what the word was for it but uh transmutation it's a not as known it's a very underrated power and i read it actually about it in a old book i read when i was a kid it was the tattoos or something like that and basically these girls receive tattoos from some powerful beings and each of them get a power one of them gets like such and such another one but the one girl she got transmutation and basically it's the again it's the matter it's Mm -hmm. controlling matter and it's basically say someone holds up an apple i want it to be a can of soda oh i think of what i want it to be and the particles change to what i want so i could change my hair red in a second i could be like i want red hair I want blue hair. But it's not shape-shifting. It's not because shape-shifting is only yourself. Yes. I can change myself and I can change anything around me. Mm. I have a old caravan kind of bus van thing and I want a Mustang. Mm -hmm. I can make it a Mustang because it's just particles. And I think that's truthfully the most powerful thing out there because 
I want to fly. I can control the particles around me to be anti-gravity. Ooh, true. I want to read minds. I can change the particles of their brain to send me signals. I don't know if there's actually restrictions to this, but that's what I feel like can be possible. Yeah. Because if everything's just particles, you can adjust the particles to be the way you want. But yeah, I think that's cool, especially because of the color here. But it's truthfully, I think, the most powerful, other than like just that what you were thinking. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of most powerful, what are your thoughts on superhero movies? Are they sending good messages? Are they sending like, oh, like like you're you have the ability to fly? Are we getting wrong messages from superhero movies? I think it's giving an idealistic vision to like saying there's a standard for a superhero. Like a superhero can't just be an average person. It has to be someone who's got the ability of flight Mm -hmm. someone who's invisible someone who's got super strength it can't just be someone who donated their organ to save a life and i think even though it's great it kind of motivates other people to do good things i don't think that's what it's sending the message of even though you'd like to think i don't think i go into a spider-man movie and think suddenly i want to go save a life yeah i just leave the movie and that's it I liked it. I laughed. The actor was great. I want to go see another movie in the future, whenever it comes out. But I don't want to go help people any more than usual. Now I wonder what a like a like a five or eight year old would say in that defense, though, because I feel like I don't think it like they wouldn't have the. Uh, I feel like if it came down to a character like I don't know, Superman. Cause he, well, because when I was younger, I did want to be Spider-Man for those reasons, not because of the, like the webs. Sure, those are cool, but it was more the ability to save a life. No, but I think it's that. I mean, yeah, sure. There's probably a the couple kids who realize that's what he's doing is saving lives. But I think most kids, you always hear them like, "I'm Spider-Man," and they're trying to climb on a wall. You don't see them going, "I'm Spider-Man," and giving a kid like their lunch. True, 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 which is why I said, like, eight-year-olds, like, more, like, on the development I don't even think it's that. I think it's truthfully how they look at it. It's, like, perspective. Because you can have an older kid who really doesn't look at that. Yeah. And they're not going to acknowledge it. No, true. But I know, like, in the news, you always see in the TVs, which is actually, I think, the only accurate, really, thing about superhero movies is how they're portrayed. So if you see someone who's doing something but is semi-destructive... Even though at the end of the day, they saved a thousand lives. Right. No lives were lost, but a train was broken. Mm-hmm. Something costing billions of dollars. They get looked at as, yeah, the people look at them as a savior, but the news or some business looks at them as like a martyr. Mm-hmm. And I think that's accurate because if a superhero is a someone who, I know a while back there was a lady who saw, I forget, was it pigs in a van, like a truck? going to the slaughter and she gave them water because she worked for some animal organization and she started giving them water everyone in the world the people thought she was great they're like you're saving these pigs you're helping these pigs they're probably dehydrated they're going to this thing they're going to die anyways thank you for doing this but the business the man looked at them and they're like you can't do that that's our property you're destroying things you're hurting these animals blah 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 all this stuff because that's how it works yeah Hero's got to be good for someone and bad for someone. There's always got to be the villain. It just, I guess, when I think of it, I always refer back to, like, um, what is it? There was something, and it was, like, is there ever really a bad guy in the real world? Like, obviously, there's always that one guy who's super evil, and he's doing, like, 
awful things like you know like there's people in history who, mr cheeto man oh. mr cheeto man down in the state. i was thinking much more dramatic but okay <laughs> sure there's people like that who are actually hurting people but yeah at the end of the day when it comes to like local businesses and day-to-day heroes they're not evil people there's a perspective yeah who's the hero is it the person who's trying to do their job make an income and help their children or the person who goes against this person and then ruins this other person's life who's really at fault is it the person who's just trying to make money for their life or is it the person who interrupted that just so they could feel good for a bit yeah it's a perspective right you have that like i'm like or i guess you have that bias opinion so whether you're left or right is how you're going to react right because if you think about it they always say in superhero movies like i know the dc movie recently the batman versus superman Mm -hmm. they really actually touched on that pretty well how superman did this huge thing save people but he also destroyed Lots, lots of lots and lots of things and also because of he, because he didn't stop them fast enough or mm-hmm. because these other people they they look at it as yes he's here to save us but would he really need to be here to save us if he wasn't here because a lot of these things are coming here to attack him mm-hmm. and so they're like is it really saving us or is he just defending himself and we're the in the like onslaught of it all I like it. It questions you. And that's the thing with like Batman. It was like a realistic adult person's point of view. Like he's not really doing good. He's hurting us. He's breaking our homes. He's toppling buildings. In a sense, he thinks he's saving us because something's coming to attack us, attack Earth. But really, would they be attacking Earth if it wasn't the fact that he was here? Yeah. No, it's very all very big. What is the Globally. meaning of hero? What is the meaning? Like, what is a hero really? Is it someone who thinks they're doing something right at the harm or expense of someone else? Well, that's the problem. See, heroes have that uh, mindset that you were saying. Like, one version of a hero could be another. So take a firefighter. Some people would look at that as like, yes, you just rescued. But other people would be like... But would you be a hero if there was no burning buildings? Yeah, you just killed my cat. Like, you rescued me, but now my cat is dead. You're not a hero anymore, right? So it's very, like... Humans are picky, unfortunately, but, like, I think the majority of the writing in superhero movies are meant to show the good in people, not the bad. Because you don't see heroes trying to kill the villains. You try, like, they usually stop the villains. Well, that's the thing I like is they're not just... Slaughtering. Slaughtering for the sense of saving people. They're, I mean, not always do they actually try and like help the person because I don't think there would be a villain if they were in a happy place. Like, you know, half these villains come from tragic backstories where they could have used a, hu- a superhero themselves maybe in the history. And I think if it was just some superhero coming in, punched them, knocked them out, or killed them in the end, what good would that do when it was just a person who was hurting? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I guess that's one good thing that they do is like a lot of these superheroes specifically. I know, like you were mentioning Barry, he never kills. He tries to help these people first. Mm -hmm. And I like that way he portrayed it. Yes. That's our take on superheroes this week, folks. If you like your superheroes, tell us. Do you like superheroes or do you like heroes? Heroes. Heroes for sure. Heroes. And if you want to hear us later, you can catch us next week for another episode. Thanks.
Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. listening. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening.